1: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorrento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Toolmart, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 40 years. This is
0: Sports Day. Don't change Yeah, it's a very good afternoon everyone. Thanks. Hi, thanks, Marty. They've left the building uh, with a run home back tomorrow between 3 and 5. Peter Vlahos with you. For the next hour, we have got plenty to get through between now and 6. A heap of special guests. We will focus on the East Perth Football Club who bowed out of the Waffle Finals race yesterday. I went down to the game. The Blue and Black Army were out in force. I shouldn't blame anybody, but... They went with four umpires yesterday, and from my observation, it was utter confusion. Utter confusion yesterday. Why they didn't stick with the three and decide to go with four umpires in the first week of the finals, I don't know why. I was tempted to get Dean Margetts on the show tonight, but I thought, no, I'm not going to focus on the umpires. All I'm going to say is give my opinion on the result And Claremont in the end made the most of their opportunities and won. But honestly, some of the decisions defied logic yesterday. And I just reckon there was confusion amongst the umpires. I'll leave it at that. Congratulations to Clamont. Wish them the best of luck in their first semi against Subiaco. Of course, the sec- se- second semi will be on Saturday between East Remandle and Peel. And congratulations to Peel on getting through to the double chance offing this weekend. And we will preview those two semi semi-finals a bit later on in the program. So that's one thing that I'd like to focus on and the other big stories that are going around for the good oil for Cobram Estate, Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil, and thanks to Cobram Estate, because they are part sponsors of Sports Day WA, I took actually a bottle home at the weekend, very good olive oil. And that is coming from a man that swears by the Mediterranean diet which is very heavily invested on olive oil. You go to Greece, and there's olive trees everywhere. So when you go to that part of the world, the Mediterranean part of the world, it is, of course, all about olive oil. And Cobram, you've got a very good olive oil. So well done, and thanks for joining us on Sports Day WA. Just clip that up, Jimmy, and send it to them. They'll be pretty happy with that. Uh, East Ramanal are being investigated, which is bizarre, and they've confirmed it's undergoing an audit of its total player payments For the 2022 season and during the audit process, some administrative errors were identified and the club is working through those with the WA footy commission as the process is ongoing. uh, They cannot make any comment at this time, even though Mark Stewart, the president of the Ishmael football club did speak to Mark Duffield uh, this morning. So we'll feature a bit of that in the top five at five, which comes up in just a moment. And the other one, is the civil war that's happening in tennis in Western Australia. As we know, Brett Patton, the Tennis West CEO, who, by the way, was awarded the top sports administrator at the recent Sports West Awards, was dismissed by the Tennis West board. So now what appears to be happening here is all the clubs that are members of Tennis West have been given a letter coming from Royal Kings Park Tennis Club. A member by the name of Ted Reese has penned an email to every single tennis club in Western Australia trying to now overthrow the president and others on the board of Tennis West. They've called a special general meeting. To consider the resolutions for the replacement of the current president and vice president of Tennis West, plus of other couple of members. So, this special general meeting to change the board leadership at the organisation is happening during the course of the week. So, as I said, a real tennis civil war is happening at the moment. But the other thing that's interesting is that Tennis Australia, which is the overall governing body of the sport here in Western Australia has come out in support of the removal of the CEO. So uh, we'll have to see what plays out there. it be interesting to see what happens with this meeting. And just speaking of Tennis Australia, it says it does not support the reinstatement of the former CEO, nor would they support him returning as the United Cup general manager. Together with Tennis West, we are committed to finding a replacement for the Tennis West CEO role. As I said, it is an absolute bloodbath at the moment when it comes to local tennis. All right, that is the major new headlines for mine. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. All right, Asher and Jimmy are ready. We're about to roll the top five at five. There's a Novus Auto Glass near you, 13, 22, 34. Let's roll the top five.
1: Number five.
0: You know, when you get in a game like this and there's a lot of pressure, who you are comes out and we're uh, a step off it right now. It starts now preparation for the Olympics. But this, uh, you know, learned a lot, and um, I think we're in the process of change in style of play, both offensively and defensively. And uh, I'm still, I'm, 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 we're all disappointed, but I'm excited about where this thing can go and uh, definitely a clearer picture after playing this tournament. Yeah, well, he's a wound-up, fired-up Brian Gorgian. but that was a pretty ordinary performance by the Boomers at the World Cup. For mine, uh, getting beaten by 11 points by Slovenia, they looked at Josh Giddy certainly contributed, but apart from that, they just seemed flat. And the whole tournament, to me, is a bit lacklustre at the moment. But anyway, that is the World Cup, and as Mardo testifies, the pinnacle of the sport is... Is at the Olympics and Australia are there in 2024 in Paris. And let's hope they put on a better showing.
1: Number four.
0: I thought they oh, were just outstanding. You know, they kept their heads, just played our football, really committed to, to working hard. And we slowly got to grips with the game. And once we got a hold of it, I just thought we were dominant all the way through. And uh, it's a credit to them. Yeah, good performance by Tottenham Hotspur. We're following them closely here in Australia because, of course, the Aussie Ange Postacoglis in charge are yet to lose a Premier League game in four and two points behind Manchester City, who have got an unblemished record. Spurs have won three and drawn one so far. And on the weekend, away to Burnley, they won by five goals to two.
1: Number three.
0: Had a look at uh, West Coast Best and fairest, which happened over the weekend.
1: It is alarming. So some of the results in this, and you can deep dive it any way that you like, but Tim Kelly won it, and he was deserving to win it. terrific season What under Tim and Oscar Allen, the other standout for what he did, All-Australian squad, 53 goals in that side. After that, is it about an uglier be- best and fairest results as you're going to see? So I'll give you an example of that. Shannon Hearn finished fifth. He's now retired. Mm-hmm. He played 13 games. That must be the softest top five finish to a best and fairest ever. Andrew Gaff... Who probably shouldn't be playing AFL football at all, with all due respect, despite the fact he's been an excellent player. But the time is up for Andrew, finished seventh in their best and fairest. Alex Witherden probably wouldn't be on a list of most clubs once again, with all due respect, finished eighth in their best and fairest. So that look, they've gone with their coach again, and and rightly or wrongly, you can you can have your debate on that, but. The alarming trend is their playing list and what they don't have. Because the young ones coming in aren't going to help. It's the senior players, this top 10 of the best and fairest that's going to drive the improvement for this group. So perhaps it's it's even worse than we think at the Eagles. Well, if that's a question without notice, I've got no answers Is for that you, the honest. worst top 10 Ooh. of the best and fairest you've ever seen is a question without notice for you. Well, you'd have to go back to... Yeah, you know, some of the worst sort of two, three year periods. Maybe the, the Brisbane Bears, when they first came out. The Giants, maybe Fitzroy, way back when. What did, they, what did their top ten look like? But no, Bucks, That's Jaden Hunt finished not, fourth. Not great. No, not great.
0: There you go. He's coming for a lot of stick from the West Coast Eagles fans. By the way, congratulations to Tim Kelly taking on the John Worsfold medal on Saturday night, richly deserved. But uh, certainly Kane Corns, when he looked at the top 10, uh, was flabbergasted and even Nathan Buckley had his say there. You can give us your thoughts. I know something people already have on the programs earlier. The temperate bedshed text machine is there for you. 0487 736 736.
1: Number two
0: this. This is, yeah, this is an administrative error. I, I can categorically say that there, there is no intent or desire to get a, a competitive advantage. Obviously, yeah, we, we take responsibility, absolutely. Yeah, think Shamanal's proud in regards to our culture and how we yeah, the governance of what we do. As I said, this, this is an error. Uh, there was never any attempt to do anything other than to do the right thing. We'll own that, adjust our processes, look at we, what we've got to do and, and move forward. Shamanal so Penalised this year, eight points. I'm just wondering what East Romandle's going to do. Again, administrative error, but somebody has got to cop it. And I'm just wondering whether there may be a casualty or two in relation to the administration of the East Romandle Football Club. And even though it's it's happened and they've pleaded uh, guilty to maybe making some mistakes, it won't happen. That is the sanctions, whatever they may be, by the West Australian Footy Commission – won't happen until after the season is over, even though they've got evidence now. Uh, I don't exactly get it. Is that because they don't want impact on East Remandle as they head towards possibly a grand final decider? We'll have to wait and see. But it looks like... Because the South Remandle situation was different. It happened after the season was over. That's when they found out about it. But here we are with East Remandle. It's actually in season. But they're just delaying it. I know the commission is continually saying that they're still investigating. Well, Mark Stewart, the East Rio president, has just confirmed that they have made some mistakes in their accountability. Uh, that was number two.
1: Number one. You and us and 100,000 people at the Toyota AFL 2023 Grand Final. You can be there or you can be sorry.
0: They are. They were big in the 70s, but the 70s was 50 years ago. It's Kiss. I look at Jimmy, I look at Asher. They wouldn't even know who Kiss are. I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering whether sometimes it's better not to have any entertainment that doesn't resonate with everybody. Like if you've got an Australian artist, it does resonate with everybody. You know what I would have done? I wouldn't have worried about Kiss. I wouldn't have worried. I would have brought someone like Paul Kelly back, who has been at the AFL Grand Final, has been a hit. The younger generation still know a lot of his songs, even though he was primarily in the 80s. They still know his songs. He's an Australian through and through. Then bringing somebody like Kiss, it's daytime. They have fireworks. They have makeup. I'm not sure it's going to work. We had that terrible situation with meatloaf all those years ago. I'm I'm not saying it's going to be another meatloaf. Kiss will be good with Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. I grew up as a young boy in the Kiss era, but I'm not sure in 2023 it's actually going to work. It may. I might be wrong, but there'll be a huge percentage of that population that would have heard of them, maybe know a song or two, but don't know too much about them. Looking at the black faces in my producers' area, I reckon uh, I've got it right. But anyway, well done, Kiss. <laughs> Worst kept secret when it came to the AFL entertainment after Crowded House and Kylie said, no, I can't do it. I think the AFL have gone. We need somebody. We'll just get Kiss. Uh, that's the top five at five. All thanks to Nova's Auto Glass. Don't let your old windscreen end up as landfill. Call Nova's Auto Glass 13. Give us your thoughts on that. Sometimes just don't worry about entertainment. Package everything else footy about it. Maybe give more time to the retiring champions. Maybe do some other things. Um, But anyway, we'll see how it all works out and what promises to be another big day of Australian sport, the AFL Grand Final. Speaking about Grand Finals, there was a big one in the country, uh, Northampton. I thought we have to speak to their coach, uh, Grady Tomelty. He's going to join us. So how did Josh Kennedy go? How did Harry Taylor go? I believe Harry had a bit of a problem with his car. We'll find out all about that because they're celebrating right right now. Let's hope Grady's okay. And then we'll have a chat to Ross McQueen as well, the coach of the East Perth Football Club, who bowed out yesterday in the elimination final. That's coming up next here on Sports Day WA.